You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode 31, where we take a step further in looking at the topic of expanding your capabilities. And today, we zero in on the skill of communication. We hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Leaders of the Future podcast. I'm Julian from the, I was going to say I'm Julian from Lift Leaders, but I'm not. I'm Julian from the 19 Project, joined as always by the, I'm trying to think of the word for today, but I haven't got one. I'm joined by Joel Bagnall from Lift Leaders in beautiful Copenhagen, Thank or you. Denmark, Lingby. Is that yes. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, not bad. Not bad. And not, not bad. By all means, if you like the name Lift Leaders, Julian, you're welcome to <laughs> come over and join the tribe, you know? Getting myself all confused there, but uh, no, I'm looking a, forward to another. That is a sign what, of old age. Sorry, I couldn't. Card, I, you know. I tried to stop, but I couldn't. Couldn't stop myself. Sorry, continue. Oh, sorry. No, you want me to be. You want me to be part of this, do you? I thought I might. <laughs> I might storm out the room there. <laughs> Just leave Woo! you hanging. Um, no, looking. Looking forward to. An, chatting again and having a continuing the conversation um expand yes. your capabilities we're on this letter e mm. and um last week we talked about some of the key skills or we we're kind of just trying to unpack that from the myriad of key skills that you can discover mm. when you google that topic yes yes <laughs> yeah 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 we're talking about lists of 15 and 20 items plus uh, but you know, fair point. Fair point. Nobody ever said, ever said leadership is easy. So no. But today we're gonna we're gonna hone in on one of those skills. We're gonna mm. hone in on communication. Correct. Because we felt that that was a good place to go. Yes, definitely. And uh, you know, as our usual problem can be sometimes is to pick a big topic and be really concise or yeah. you know. Well, we try and be concise, but the one thing we don't have time for in a 20-minute podcast is to be comprehensive. And uh, we were talking about this before we we hit record. And um, uh, I said, ironically, we will struggle to communicate how important communication is. That's the irony uh, of, of the situation. And um, But maybe the strength of how we feel about the importance of communication can be articulated by what Julian said in the last episode. Um, yeah, have a listen to this. This will give you the, uh, the idea of how passionate Julian is. Whatever kind of leader you want to be, in whatever sphere you want to lead, if you can't communicate, then I don't think you're going to survive. Don't think you're going to survive. Don't think you're going to survive. Wow, how encouraging, Julian. <laughs> so encouraging. I, will, I know. Well, sometimes you, you, this is the whole thing, isn't it? We talk about communication. And um, sometimes you say stuff. <laughs> you meant that. You meant it. No, I, no I, did, I did mean it. I mean, if there's anyone listening to this who thinks that they can get away with bad communication and still be a great leader, then I would love to hear from them. It doesn't mean you won't make mistakes in your communication, mm. but if you're consistently bad, whether whether that's one-to-one, person-to-person kind of stuff, or leading a team, or standing on a platform uh, and speaking to a large crowd, 
if you're a bad communicator, then I just, I just, yeah, I don't think you're going to survive as a leader. I wouldn't want to follow someone who's like persistently terrible communicator. You, you wouldn't know what's going on or how things are happening or anything. It's disastrous, actually, I would say. Yeah. Because. So I stand by that. I, yeah, you yeah. know, whether people love me or hate me, you don't have to agree with it, but that's my opinion. I back you up, Julian. I will, I will throw my proverbial hat into the ring and, uh, and say that uh, I would stand by that. Um, a wise person once said, uh, oh, I can't remember who it was, but I'm pretty sure this is, uh, this is true. You 80%, 80% of all problems in leadership come from bad communication. I would, I would totally agree with that. Yeah, if not, if not more. Yeah, yeah, it could be, could be ninety percent, could be ninety nine percent. Yeah, but I mean, we it's 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 funny because so many, uh, so many problems could have been avoided if I just said something, you know, like, oh man, so many, so many stories or so many things come to mind where I'm like, man, I just ah, they wouldn't have done that if I just said something, if I just had the courage, or you know, if I just risked. Uh, not being liked or maybe risk offending someone for a moment just because I, I, uh, I was afraid of what the truth might do to them, but it was exactly what they needed to hear. Yeah. And the other side of that is true, isn't it? As well as I should have said something. The other one is I shouldn't have said that. Should have kept uh, my mouth shut. Could have sh- <laughs> yeah. Kept my mouth shut would have been uh, a good place to start. Yeah. But- but hey, so I think the encouragement to young leaders listening to us is, you know, we are not communication gurus. We have made those mistakes, and, mm. but we have we've looked back, we've reflected, we've learned, we've taken on board the wise words from those who were leading us. Mm. Yeah, and a wise man who is currently leading me, uh, Jacob Viftrup. I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him a shout out. Just. Just to bait him, see if he actually is listening. <laughs> uh, I, I remember when I started working for him, um, he he is a huge proponent of preparation. You know, he said he he who is most prepared wins. You know, if you come to a discussion and you actually know your stuff and you actually know what's meant to happen, you really set yourself up to succeed. And um, I, I would say that's true. Preparation is key because often it's not it's not what you're saying it's it's um how it's interpreted i i um tell people this all the time moving from australia to denmark has been an incredibly educational experience for me um because i'm learning about communication and 99 percent of the population understand english fluently um and so all of the frustrations i've experienced or, or vice versa is it's not because they don't understand the words coming out of my mouth. They don't understand what I mean. And that's, that's the problem with communication is that just because you've said something, just because you meant the right thing doesn't mean that people receive it in how it's meant to be received. It's just because you've said something doesn't mean people know what you mean. There's so much around that. Well, yeah, it's the whole thing. I mean, I always remember listening to a guy called Paul Scanlon, which some people may know, and he talked, I'm sure he's not the only person who's talked about this, but he would talk about people's self-talk. So when you're saying something to someone, again, in whatever setting, they're hearing two voices. They're hearing your voice and what you're saying, and then they're hearing their own voice 
about what you're saying or about you <laughs> yeah or about you or or they're thinking about something else completely different like you know did i lock the door um did i leave leave the food out for the cat um or you know what am i having for dinner so their own self-talk so you're come you're competing with all of that stuff that's going on mm. so yeah you've got to be preparation is is key then isn't it to make sure that your the message that you want to be want to say and want to be heard is actually the message that's being heard absolutely and it's 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 time consuming uh it can feel frustrating at times i i would say the first few years of living in another country i thought man i have to put so much effort into getting my message across but they, they should just get what i mean and i uh a few years ago i, I wrote on the blog on the lift leaders website i wrote an article called the understanding enigma around that concept of just because you've sent a message doesn't mean that it's been received in the way like 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 people will interpret what you mean through their own lens and um i don't i don't think you can access that article at the moment but just to just to give you a, a brief understanding when you the the process of communication obviously you are the transmitter so there's two there's two parts two elements in communication the transmitter and the receiver and in the process of transmitting, uh, the signal uh, goes to the receiver, but around the signal, like it isn't just a pure clean signal. Uh, you have to go through noise and uh, noise is context. Noise is people's understanding of you, you know, how do they, how they view you, the credibility of the source, or maybe they're, previous personal experiences. And so the signal has to go through noise. And so communication is far more than just transmitting and receiving. It's the quality of the signal, the noise that it travels through, but you can only be sure that the signal has been received in the way it's been intended or being transmitted as if you get feedback. So communication is a two-way process it is as much about sending as it is receiving uh feedback or people relaying the message you know i've got a friend or a couple of friends who are pilots actually and um they talk about the way pilots send messages to the control tower they don't just um say hey this is flight number 323 coming into land going to runway two the uh the control tower doesn't go yep cool got it no, in aviation, what they do is whoever says uh, the communication, the communication has to be repeated back to them so that it's a send of, uh, you know, it's, it's transmitting and relaying so that we know that it's being received. So, you know, there's a lot in that, but really the, the biggest tip in the whole area of communication is, is that it's not just speaking. It's a whole lot more to that. You've got to create an understanding and that's where the real hard work gets done as a leader, because communication will be uh, your one of your greatest friends or one of your worst enemies. It'll, you know, wh where do you want to do the hard work? Do you want to do the hard work in the preparing, or do you want to do the hard work in uh, repairing? What do, what do you want to do, preparing or repairing? Wow, that was good, Julian. It was. Good play that was, on words. That was very profound, wasn't it? And thank uh, you. Very profound clever, is my new middle name. Clever use of words. Uh, I think a good thing for people to do is to actually, you have to put yourself, don't you, in the other person's shoes. 
because we've all been there where we've heard people say something and we've thought we've understood it. And, you know, if, particularly if it's, your, if it's a leader of a team or something you're on and you thought, yep, I'm, go I'm going to run off, but I'll do that. But actually, you haven't clarified what it was they really said. And you've gone off and done something. And then you come back with what you thought they'd asked for you to do and you've done it. And they've gone, eh, that wasn't really what I meant. Mm. And so actually, we can then, as the one who went off to do it, we put all the blame on the one who was communicating. Yes, yeah, so true. And going, well, you should have communicated that better. And they probably should. But also, there's responsibility on us as a listener. Like you say, there's two parties in the communication process. As a listener to be going, right, let me just clarify that I've heard what you've said correctly. Because the person who said it's not necessarily going to say, couldn't you tell me what I said? But we can go, right, okay, This is this the task? Is this the thing that you're saying that you want me to do? Let me just clarify it. Then I know when I go off and do it, I'm putting my energy into the right thing because there's nothing worse than, than doing that. So I, I love that kind of idea of you've got to be aware of the receiver and, and the kind of the noise, the interference that, that might happen there, the, the understanding process, mm -hmm. isn't it, of that person and how they interpret it. Definitely. And if you've done any training like if we're you know we're talking to young pastors and young leaders out there too if you've done any training in counseling micro skills uh one of the biggest things you have to do uh in in counseling in listening is you have to reflect the content but you also you also have to mirror the body language too yeah. to show that you can actually not just hear but you can empathize or you are with them you are present in their communication or do active listening so responding saying mm, yeah 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 i understand yeah so so there's there's so much in in that in the, in the power of communication that helps people whether to be, as a leader actually it's a good tip too if you're the transmitter or you're the receiver there is a skill in that because a big part of being a leader is making people feel heard and seen as well and that's uh that's something i think a lot of us have a long way to go <laughs> on is uh, making people feel safe and making them feel seen and heard because that puts value on who they are and their ideas whether you agree with them or not but but what hey look sorry you're gonna i was something? gonna say what it what it means is that actually when it comes to communication it's not just about it's not just about what you say it's about it's about people isn't it so absolutely what you're trying to do is you're trying to win with people so you can communication skills is one thing but you need some people skills as well oh yes um because otherwise you just stood there and you're making a noise. But if, mm. if you don't care for the people that you're talking mm. to, then um, they're not, they're not going to take it on board in the, in the right way. If they don't believe in you and they don't believe what you're saying, believe in what you're saying, then they're not going to hear it right either. So you have to think about who it is you're talking to. So it, you've got to look at the people and go, right, okay, this is, this is, this is who, I'm, who I'm communicating to now. Right, let me understand where they're coming from. Mm. and what's going on so it all links into stuff like knowing your team well or knowing the people that you're communicating with um, and i would recommend there's two books i know we're making this the year of the book so i'm going to throw these in now but mm. two books both by john maxwell actually that i think would be a, a would be a great read for someone everyone communicates but few connect i don't know mm. if that's the exact title everyone communicates few connect and the other one would be his book about winning with people um, I think it's 25 principles on, on how to win with people. Both of those books together will help you be a better communicator. Yeah, I'll throw one in there as well, which is a classic, is uh, Winning Friends and Influencing People. It's a classic by yeah. um, Dale Carnegie. 
Yes. And um, wow, it's um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 amazing how um, old it is. I think it was written in the forties or the thirties. I can't remember, but so relevant. And that and a lot of the the points he makes in there is about credibility of people or you know making making people feel noticed and seen and all of those things so invaluable or incredibly valuable to to your leadership is communication but we you know I, let's let's make a promise here julian are you nervous are you sweaty <laughs> sweaty handed <No. laughs> i don't know why do i said that um but let's let's agree to maybe do a a, a series or even a, a webinar or um, something on communication because yep. it's it's I really sense it's a make or break thing in leadership. Many things are, but I think we'll do that. But let's let's zero in on one thing just before we finish. I know you've got some good thoughts on this um, because there's there's many elements as a leader leading teams. There's the speaking to people individually. But I would say, talking to young leaders, one of the things they stress about the most is how do I communicate from the platform? Um, so have you got some quick fire thoughts on that, Julian? Yeah, isn't public speaking, the fear of public speaking is is, a, is higher on the list than the fear of dying or something, I think it's... Well, I think for many people, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, listen, I'm no, I'm no expert, let's put it that way, but... Um, Stop playing yourself down, Julian. No, no, I think I, I just have a, you have a, I, you have a heart, have a heart to learn. So you're always looking. And I think you, you've said it before, you know, feed, feedback is important. Yes. It's the reflection back of what the person's saying, but actually feedback about how you are as a communicator. If you've got the courage to do it, um, to ask someone, Hey, how do you think I am at communicating? You know, and then have the ability to listen and not defend yourself um, as to why what they're saying isn't quite right. Then go for that because that's that can be brutal, but it can be really, really beneficial um, to help yeah. you. But um, I always think of some of the mistakes that I made when I started to communicate from the platform. I've had the privilege of being able to do that in different settings um, that I'm guessing some people might be able to go, yep, yeah, that's me. You get, your, you get your opportunity and you're like so excited that you've been asked to share the message or you know do some leadership training or something and you go away and you over prepare and you come with 50 verses and 25 quotes and it's like i've got to cram everything in because this has got to be absolutely perfect because this is my one opportunity to prove to them that i've got what it takes and you end up saying so much that people come out thinking what on earth was that um there's like an information overload and because you've just bombarded them for 20 minutes um, told them everything you ever knew uh, about so, that topic. So common. <laughs> I, I, we've all been there. Oh, so, my so I think by by kind of highlighting my mistakes, it can kind of help you highlight what you need to do. So, yeah, trying to say too much. The other thing for me was I tried to be funny when really I'm not that funny. Not in a not in a prepared funny way. Okay, you know? stand up comedian way. Yeah, I can. I've got quite a dry sense of humor, so within the preach, I can. I can be self-deprecating in that sense, which can be quite humorous um, to people, you know, and you make fun of yourself um, or kind of comment at the moment in the preach, but I can't, I can't plan it in there. I can't tell a joke, you know, um, that kind of stuff. And the other thing I fell foul of really was 
talking about something that I just know people were looking at me thinking, you're not doing this. So you're telling us about something and we don't believe that this is something that is important to you. Mm. So um, I'll use an example. Um, <laughs> it's a very churchy example. So I'm going to have a weekly controversial moment. Am I now? This is a new, new, new segment. No. <laughs> but um, getting on the platform and extolling the virtues of tithing and oh, giving he went and generosity, there. yet in reality... You're not giving, you're not tithing, and mm. you're not generous in that sense. You know, yeah. hey, come on, guys, we're gonna we're gonna receive the offering. But Let's you're not take up a great offering today. But you're not gonna put anything in, all right? Don't yeah. don't do that because actually, you don't think people know that that what you're saying isn't true to you, but they do. Yeah, Honestly, that people will know. So don't. No, do I can it. tell. I like as a pastor, I have no idea what people are. You know putting in I don't check up that kind of stuff either but I can tell when someone gets on the platform I can tell when they talk whether yeah. this is an area that they do they're actually active in or whether they're just yes. pretending or they're um you know they're doing yeah. the offering speech because they've been asked to so if you if you ask for tips so I know I've talked about um mistakes but I would say this I think, I think that's um, good um, let me let me throw these out, but we can come back to them in, in other episodes. All right. And I've tried to be clever as as speakers often are and great alliteration. So everything begins with the letter P. Um, you know, pray more, pursue Jesus daily, mm. um, prepare more, but don't over prepare prepare. Can't even say the word. Um, and when I say prepare more, what I mean is for me, that's that's reading more, that's listening more, that's taking on more so that then I've actually got the right things to say. So thinking it through or letting it sit in your heart for a while. Yeah. And like your like your pastor Jacob says, you know, preparation. That that's the winner. So prepare, yeah. prepare. And link to that for me would be practice, practice, practice. Whether that's a one-on-one -on -one conversation or you're standing on a platform talking to a crowd, you can you can practice how that conversation is going to go. You can practice that preach. I have preached more messages to the fireplace than I've pre preached to people because I've just practiced. And actually, then you become familiar with it. You become relaxed. You mm. know when to look at your notes or you can use less notes. Mm. You know when to walk away, how to tell a story, how to get, you know, that's the practice part of it is so important. Again, yeah. both of us will have done it, got up on the platform and kind of just read our notes. And again, mm -hmm. that's part of the learning process of discovering yeah. your style. Massive but the difference. Pre the preachers we aspire to be like are the ones who get up and just make it look really easy. Yeah. They, they make it look easy because they practice. To, to, they, add, to add another P word in there, pain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> learn, learn through your pain. Uh, no, because I was just reflecting as you were speaking. Uh, when, I, when I first moved to Europe, what I did a lot of was itinerate. So I was very busy just preaching and different places every week or a few times a week and it got to a point where i had to i had to put so much content together or people wanted specific content that oh man i would fly to a country or a city and i would be <laughs> i would i would be preparing right up until the moment that i would would preach and um man like there was there's a huge difference in the quality i could deliver between you know, stuff that I really hadn't finished the preparation for and 
then there's a big difference between that and then when I had already prepared, I'd been ready for weeks. Uh, I'd hopped on the plane. I was relaxed and I, yeah. I could be more attentive with the people I was with and I could be relaxed in the meeting and preach with a, a different level of confidence because I knew that I was getting up there knowing, okay, this is really what I want to say. So it's just do yourself a favor and sure yeah. have those painful moments, but uh, let it drive you to be better prepared and that'll give you greater confidence. Absolutely. Because then when you are, I just thinking of what you were saying there, when you're on a platform and you're speaking somewhere where you've never been before, there's an element of there's good fear, isn't there? Or good nervousness yeah. about that. But if you're completely prepared in your message, once you get in it, you, you know it, you can relax mm. and you can just preach the message, even mm. though the people in the room, perhaps you don't know as well as you would if it was your, if it was your home church or a crowd of people who you're familiar with. So, yeah. And there's so much, there's so much more we could say. So I think it's a great idea actually to um, take uh, uh, maybe a kind of few episodes sometime later in the year and really hone in on this um topic of conversation so hey if you're listening today we're just scratching the surface if you've got a question about communication then we would love to hear from you you can message either myself or joel via our social media platforms the information will come at the end but we just wanted to kind of just throw that out to you today so hopefully you've picked something out from what we've communicated we've tried our best to communicate as well as we can as we continue with this leader acronym and expand our capabilities thanks so much for listening today we hope that it brings you some fresh inspiration on your leadership journey and if you're loving this content and you don't want to miss any upcoming episode why don't you hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on but also make sure you stay up to date with the latest in what's happening with the 19 project and lift leaders you can do this via our social media platforms or head to liftleaders.com or the 19project.com we'll see you next time